I guess we should do this thing, huh? Fuck yeah, let's do this. All right. Another episode of Tip to Tip with Lou and Chris. My name is Lou. My name is Chris. And I'm Lou. <laughs> <laughs> that was an accident, right? No, I was being funny. <laughs> Do you think I'm. I didn't like eat an edible between last episode and this episode. You should have. Oh, I really should have. Um, next time. Yeah, maybe. Can Let's I see. tell you something just really quick since we're talking about edibles? Of course. Or since you said the word edible. Yes. I had the smallest bite of an edible that was given to me, and I had to call out of work the fucking next day. <laughs> Lou, it was fucking nuts. Where'd you get it? From a guy that I work with. Okay. So and one of your coworkers gave you drugs, and you got so high that you had to call out of work the next Dude, I woke up and I was dizzy as fuck. I was like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I understand. I, the first time I ate an edible, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like handicapped. <laughs> like I couldn't get to the bathroom. I was like, I had to pee and I was like walking like with a limp and I was falling. I basically fell into the bathroom. That's awesome. Yeah, it was an interesting moment. Not necessarily a pleasurable. Did you at least enjoy your experience with that um, edible? Yeah, I think Prior I to did. waking up dizzy? Yeah. yeah. Did you just stare? Did you watch Bob Ross? Dude, watch Bob Ross next time you get high. I'll, I'll take a look. Try to find an episode where he brings an animal out. Those are the best ones. <laughs> Those are the best ones for when you're on <laughs> no, the yeah, edible. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. We're doing episode 37 this time. And uh, yeah, it's uh, you know what? We're going to Ashley Avery's talked about last where ashley avery's collectibles I've never been to ashley avery's i don't think it's a company anymore i think it's been probably a decade since they existed are there still uh, hallmark it, stores do those still exist? there were as of like last year yeah okay yeah in malls and shit but uh let's go ahead and do the occupational breakdown for this son of a bitch <sighs> I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, the job name, we're, uh, we're at Ashley Avery's Collectibles, my 35th job. And uh, my first day there was May 24th. So about 20 days after my first day at Z Gallery. Okay. So took me almost, almost what, 17 days, 18 days, 16 days, something like that to get this job. Um, my position held was assistant manager, motherfucker. Oh my god! Yeah, <clears throat> we've we've parlayed the few jobs I've had and somehow made my resume look tight enough to get me a assistant manager position. That a boy. <clears throat> we've talked about it before a little bit, but you know when I got the job at Target, my resume had me down as like a supervisor at the theater which my best friend was my fucking former manager. So he'd say I was a race car driver if I asked him to. <laughs> right. And so then 
I had, so then I had that job and then Target. So now I could say I was a team lead at Target. That was on my resume. So I was slowly building a resume that would be believable to put me in a management position. That's solid, yeah. Yeah, and it's not like I lied. I mean, I lied about my job title at the theater because I wasn't a supervisor, but I definitely supervised plenty of stuff. I was, you know, I was like the right-hand man to Dan. Yeah. So he trusted me as if I was a supervisor. I was in that building alone all the fucking time doing things. And then obviously Target, I was legitimately a team lead. I did a team lead position or team lead job. So, uh, you know, you start to get there. You start to get a resume going. And apparently I had gotten there enough to get an assistant manager job at Ashley Avery's. My wage earned there, I I have no idea what I made there, and we'll talk about the specifics of that during this episode, because it's kind of an interesting point. And I worked there for just under a month. Okay. So Ashley Avery is just under a month. We finally, we finally got to a job that I lasted more than a week at here after a stretch of a couple of, couple of duds. Found one that was less of a dud. <laughs> and that's your uh, occupational breakdown. Let's both do the uh, the gonna come occupational breakdown. Uh, uh, occupational breakdown. Eureka! <laughs> oh wow! I almost just passed out. Oh, you no. see how red my face is? Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> Drink some water. Oh, man, seriously. All right. Um. So I got offered a job at Lens Crafters which was also in the Woodfield Mall. The Ashley Avery's was in the Woodfield Mall. To give you an idea of where, it was on the third level. It was actually literally two levels directly above the Natural Wonders, that the main Natural Wonders. So if you remember where the theater was, five through nine, that I worked at a million years ago, if you went straight upstairs from that and then across the hall, that's where okay. Ashley Avery's was. So I, when you like looked out the front door of Ashley Avery's, you were looking out at the, like the where they put the Santa and shit during mm. winter. Yeah. That area. Like the main, what would you call that? Like the main court? Yeah. The center court. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I got offered a job at Lens Crafters and literally like a day later, I got offered the job at Ashley Avery's. And so I basically just tried to see who was going to pay me more. Mm-hmm. And then I just took that job. And I remember actually having a good interview at Lens Crafters. Like the woman that interviewed me was pretty cool. The Ashley Avery's interview was less cool. The woman was like, you know what she reminded me of? She reminded me of, do you remember the episode where we talked about my community service at the library? Yes. She kind of reminded me of the woman that was like my manager at the library. Yeah. But she was nice enough. She was just like a middle-aged, you know, woman who owned a fucking store that sold Yadro figurines. (laughs) But Ashley Avery's offered me more or so I thought, which we'll talk about in a minute. And so I took that job. Now, The immediate downside of Ashley Avery's was it was the first job I've had where I had to wear a tie because it was like a nice store. You know what I mean? It was one of those places, you know, we're selling like fucking Swarovski crystals and stuff like that. And it was a tiny, tiny, it was a real small store in a mall, but you know, fucking shells on every wall and kind of dark and, you know, like mahogany shelving and a dark green carpet and like, you know, kind of remind me of like a, like a cigar lounge vibe in there. But I guess Ashley Avery's is a franchise. You could basically buy an Ashley Avery's franchise and then, you know, run it out of a mall. So (laughs) it wasn't like there was a corporate office. Like the owner was this woman and her husband, I think. And there was nobody above them. 
you know? So it was like a small kind of business, but um, yeah, I had to wear a fucking tie. Here's a funny little anecdote. I don't know how to tie a tie and I've sort of uh, decided I'm not going to learn how to tie a tie. Now that may change if I'm suddenly wealthy and I buy nice suits, then I'll teach myself. But at this point in my life and also 20 years ago, I had no reason to like learn how to tie a tie. It wasn't something I was going to do very often, but Dan tied my tie on my first day and I left that tie tied the entire month I worked there <laughs> and I would just loosen it and take it off and then just put it back on and tighten it. <laughs> I love your honesty. <laughs> you know, back in the day that we didn't have like YouTube videos, I probably would learn how now just cause I could do it easily. But then it was like, uh, just, just do it for me once Dan and we'll never speak of it again. Can I make a confession? I think I actually, I think I might've actually borrowed the tie from him too. <laughs> uh, what are you gonna say? I I do not know how to tie a tie either. I mean, you wore tight your wedding, right? Yes. Like I watched a couple of videos, but I think my dad tied my tie that day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dan can tie a tie, so if you ever need one tied, just call Dan up. <laughs> I'll He'll just, tie your tie. I'll just try you. fucking Palatine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Dan tied my tie, and I wore that fucking same tie every day the entire month I worked there, and I never I untied that. it, which is kind of funny. So. I was the assistant manager. The manager of this store, I don't remember her name, but she was a little bit older than me. Very skinny. Foreign, but I don't know where from. I want to say like Guatemala or something Mm -hmm. like that. But the only thing I remember about her is that she had the, the most annoying affectation to her voice when she would talk to customers. I remember she used to say this to customers when they'd walk in the store. She'd walk up and go, is there something I can help you to find? Do you remember hearing me say that at some point? <laughs> Years ago. <laughs> Years ago. Yeah. That's that's where that comes from. She was the manager, and she used to walk up to customers and say that. And I was like, okay, her voice is very high-pitched, very shrill, not pleasant to listen to. But also the cadence, the like sing-songiness of the sentence. But then on top of that, the, the added layer is the like bad grammar of, is there something I can help you to find? And she'd say it like 400 times yeah. a shift. Is that something I can help you to find? Like the way I'm describing her, she sounds <laughs> right. like a witch or something, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. She she was like not unattractive, but not, she wasn't like attractive or unattractive. She was like kind of generic looking. But just that voice, that that sing-song phrase, I, I'll it's burned into my mind, that fucking phrase. It's been 20 years and I can still hear it as clear as the day I heard it the first time. So, yeah, fuck her. <laughs> Although that's pretty funny, though. Is there something I can help you to oh find? God. I really don't know where she was from. I said Guatemala, but the more I'm thinking about it, that accent sounds, it sounds more Euro- like... Yeah, it sounds European, European as fuck. But she was, she was very... She looked kind of vaguely Hispanic. Yeah. You know? So I don't know where she was from, but it was a weird... I, I That sentence will haunt me till the day I die. Um, something else funny about that job, the fucking owner. So there was me, then there was the manager that something I can can help you to find woman. And then there was the owner, which was this woman whose name I can't remember. But you know, like when you're at a store, they have music playing in the speakers, like for the customers to hear. She had a boom box connected to the speaker system and she would play the Huey Lewis and the News Greatest Hits CD on repeat all day, every single day. The owner? 
Yeah, that was like the choice of music she chose for her store was <sighs> Huey Lewis and the News greatest hits. Okay. So now I like Huey Lewis and the News a, f- a fair amount, right? Like I, it is what it is, but I fall on the side of I kind of like Huey Lewis and the News. <laughs> But I got a month's worth of the same fucking Huey Lewis CD playing over and over again in this fucking store, man. I I knew those songs front and back. Uh, It got old quickly, is my point. It was a very small store. There was the manager, there was me as the assistant manager, and then there was like two hourly sales employees. I don't remember there was a girl working there. I don't remember anything about her. I, I had to have worked some shifts with her, but she was utterly unmemorable. I remember the guy that worked there, the salesman, because he came in like his second day that I worked with him with a black eye and he worked his whole <laughs> shift like with a fucking hit, like he got punched out in a, in a bar fight or something. And he was like college age. You know, he was around my age, maybe a little bit older than me, but he was, you know, he, he looked like a fucking frat guy. You know, he's wearing a fucking tie and a button-down shirt and had a shiner <laughs> <laughs> the entire shift or, you know, various shifts thereafter. But I remember thinking it was really funny, like, this fucking guy is, like, going to sell people tchotchkes with this fucking shiner and <laughs> hope nobody asks him about it. And I, I remember vaguely they told me that his friend did it, like, they got drunk and they were fucking around kind of a thing. But, yeah, weird memory. So, you know, you've seen these figurines, Hummel, Swarovski, Yadro. How are you familiar with this shit? Um, nothing on any kind of personal basis. I just know that I've seen the shit before. Like, you know, Hallmark stores and malls and stuff like that. Yeah. I The only relevance it has it's had in my life other than this job is... Do you watch Better Call Saul? I still haven't started that, no. So there's a like a one or two episode arc where he basically steals a, a um, Hummel figurine that is kind of funny and if you don't know what hummel is you're like the fuck is hummel but yeah there's these fucking all these different types of figurines and they this fucking job like you spend half your shift clearing shelves off and cleaning everything and then putting everything back you know what i mean (laughs) so today we're gonna do the fucking hummel section and today we're gonna do you know every day so you basically just work your way around the store cleaning and dude i broke shit every day (laughs) every single fucking day (laughs) knock shit off shelves i'm a pretty clumsy guy like i i don't know why but i knock shit over you know i i'm just not something about like if you give me something breakable my instinct is to like fuck with it <laughs> like i got ah, i dropped it <laughs> you know that kind of shit but yeah i used to break shit all the time at that job did you have <laughs> to pay for fucking... any of it no no it was never bad enough i never like knock a whole shelf over or anything it was always like one or two little pieces and the shit that was really expensive i didn't break it was like the little stuff that i broke okay i never broke like a huge piece there was a fucking a dog like a dog statue was like made out of resin or something but it was painted and sculpted to look like a real dog if you just saw it it would look like a dog's like sitting there looking at you sure that thing i i fucking wanted to kick that thing all the time (laughs) I swear it would move. I'd like walk through the store and I'd turn around and it'd be behind me. Like, the fuck? How'd you get there? Why am I bumping into you? (laughs) Maybe the Guatemalan lady was playing tricks on you. (laughs) Is there something I can help you to find? And sliding the dog behind behind my legs. Um, My favorite of the little fucking statuesque shit that we sold. I, I hope you've seen these. If you haven't seen these, 
Uh, we might have to take a break so you can Google it, or I might have to send you a picture. But there was a series of of little statues, you know, like three inches, four inches tall, and it was basically Jesus playing sports. Have you ever seen these? No, but we've talked about this. Dude, they're they're fucking awesome. And it's like Jesus scoring a goal. And it's always him playing with like a couple of kids. I got one Jesus com- playing f- I got one coming at you. Hold on. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Chris just show me a picture of Jesus shooting shooting hoops. It looks like a hook shot. There's, he's about to dude, do my favorite my favorite one. Look up the one where he's playing hockey. Oh, coming at you right now. Yeah, fucking Jesus playing hockey. He's wearing fucking skates, dude. I used to laugh so hard at those every single... And I was like, I'm going to buy these one of these fucking <laughs> oh, days. I'm gonna hold on, these. there's one where he's helping a kid bat. Yeah, like yeah, from that around was a little waist. bit suspicious. <laughs> yeah, he's got his arms around him like, hold, <laughs> let me help you hold your stick. Dude, these are great. Yeah, they're fucking awesome, dude. I laughed so hard when I saw those the first time. And I every single day I worked, I fucking giggled at Jesus playing hockey. And we had all of them. Yeah, they're amazing. Send you a what screenshot. did you look up to find that? <laughs> Jesus playing sports statues. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so glad you found it. Coming those. at you right now. Yeah, I'm definitely going to put pictures of them on the fucking website. 100%. I want people to see. The three people we have listening to this show need to see these statues. They're genius. So funny. But uh, yeah, that fucking job was so slow. Um, it wasn't like. I mean, it was like you'd spend seven hours of shift not doing shit, and then there'd be like one hour where it was brutally, like you had a line. Did a lot you know? of people and come in? A lot of people came in, but nobody bought shit. You know, they, they came in and look at things. But you know, it's one of those jobs where somebody buys stuff, and you have to like wrap it like, you know, with tissue paper. And yeah, it was like, the only reason I lasted a month there is because it was so slow. There was huge chunks of time where I was just playing air, you know, playing air saxophone to Huey Lewis in the news, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and also because it was so slow, I'd have shifts where I was working alone. So I'd be alone in there for six hours or seven hours, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, I got your picture. <laughs> I got your fucking pictures. Jesus playing sports. Yeah, that's great. The one where he's running is kind of weird. Jesus looks like he, you know it's weird too why is his hair so much darker in the hockey one than it is in all the other ones oh my god he's yeah. got like light brown hair in all the other ones but in the, the hockey one he's got black hair also the football one no his hair is lighter brown in the football oh. one <laughs> I'm on the webpage you can't see this one it's a different oh yeah maybe he's taking a hand off <laughs> <laughs> the golf one's creepy too dude he's got that girl wrapped up in a bear hug the golf one? Ooh, yeah. These are amazing. I, I'm sorry, the hockey one is my favorite, because he's on ice. <laughs> I love it. Jesus on fucking ice skates. Although, it is pretty funny, him playing uh, soccer, wearing sandals. Yeah, these are these are unbeatable. These are fucking... Unbeatable? <laughs> <laughs> They're the best. They're the best, man. I don't, I don't even know what they're called. Like, the brand? I can never figure out what brand they are. They're just like Jesus playing sports. Oh, fuck. But yeah, what I was saying was it was mostly I was just alone in a store killing time, you know, standing at the fucking door, looking at girls walk by and just, you know, hanging out and waiting for my shift to end. Uh, Let's talk about the fucking pay, because this is largely why I quit. So when I got offered the job, the owner told me that I'd be making 
22 grand a year there uh, aroundabouts, right? Which you know, I don't I don't know what that works out to hourly off the top of my head, right. but it's decent for that time, you know, it's more than like minimum wage at the time was like 12 grand a year, you know? So it was like a, a reasonable wage. And that my pay was based around what the store made, right? So I'm sure she explained it to me. I don't know if I just didn't understand what she was saying or if she painted a picture that wasn't exactly accurate. And as I'm saying this, I'm, I'm coming up with a theory that's going to be kind of funny that I'll tell you in a second. So my first paycheck, I, I got what I was sort of expecting, which would have been around 12 bucks an hour, the equivalent of 12 bucks an hour. And I was like, okay, cool, for two weeks. And I was like, all right, cool. That's that's kind of what I was hoping to see. I'm happy with that. My second paycheck, so after week four or whatever it was, week five, around a month, my second paycheck was close to $9 an hour, the equivalent of, for the same amount of hours, right? Okay. So basically, I was making some sort of percentage of, I think I was making minimum wage and then a percentage of the what the store made. Right. Whoa. During that two week period. Yeah. So the first two weeks, the store made enough that my percentage added to my whatever my base wage was equaled that twelve dollars an hour. And then the second pay period, the store made less money. And so I made less money. And then I, so my feeling is like it the two weeks that I got paid for the first part was like an anomaly. I have a feeling that I'm a bad salesman. <laughs> and I was not making the store any money. Right. And thusly, my paycheck was, you know, affected by that lack of sales skill. But at the time, I was just like, what the fuck? I did the same amount of work and I got paid fucking $3 less an hour. Like, I That's felt like I got money. worked. I felt like I got worked. And I remember, so I had that. I got that paycheck. I was kind of pissed. I was like, the fuck? And then I had a horrible weekend, like two weekend shifts where I was just like the customers were shitty and everybody was an asshole and the owner was kind of cunty and everybody pissed me off. And that chick said, is there something I could help you find like 4,000 times <laughs> in earshot? And I just remember like, I'm like, fuck, you know what? Fuck this place. Like, how do I know I'm not going to make $7 an hour next, <laughs> next paycheck? You know, did like, you ever say anything? I think I, yeah, I think I called the owner. My memory is that I called the owner to like figure out what happened and she explained it to me better than she did before I was hired. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, what a snatch. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, so potentially I could make minimum wage at this job if I don't sell shit. And I just was like, nah, okay. Like I just, I had a bad, a bad weekend, a bad couple of days. And my memory is that. At the end of that bad weekend, like on Sunday night after my shift was done, you know, every, like nighttime at the mall, everything's dark, people locking up the gates. I remember locking up the gate and then throwing my fucking keys into the store. <laughs> like, <laughs> good luck with the rest of your life, chief. <laughs> and I don't think that's really and funny. I don't believe I ever even called to tell her that I quit, which. Uh, yeah, I feel like this this puts us into an interesting conversation about my work ethic so you've gotten a good pretty good vibe here you've heard a bunch of these stories and you know me pretty well and i i admit that i don't have a good work ethic and i'm wondering if i'm a bad person 
Do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. decide I don't <clears throat> care. Like, like this. Okay, so there's a certain type of person in the world where, to them, it's called integrity. Where they're like, I made a commitment. It goes back to the, the, the story about the Navy, right? Sure. I made a commitment, and I'm going to follow through with it, even if it's hard or even if I don't want to do it, at, you know, at, at whatever cost. And then there's someone like me who's like, I wanted this thing or I felt this certain way and I don't feel that way anymore. So I don't see why I should like make, I don't see why I should make myself suffer because of some shit I don't even agree with anymore. Right. An opinion I had like a month ago, I wanted to work here and now I don't. And the truth is if I've worked for enough companies where if, and I've seen enough and we haven't, we haven't talked yet about this and there's a, there's a specific job I'm thinking of, but I've seen it a bunch of different times where you you just lose your fucking job just like that and nobody fucking cares the managers don't care the owners don't care the fucking corporate office doesn't care you're a number to them you know mm-hmm. and i i've always felt like that was a two-way street you know like i know you can fire me at will i've accepted that you could just i could come in today and you could say yeah we don't need you but on the the flip side you also have accepted that if I don't want to come back here, I'm not gonna, <laughs> you know, and I don't feel yeah. like I owe you a phone call. Now, if I had a personal relationship or you were really good to me where I was like, oh, you know what? You went above and beyond, but I don't feel that way when I don't feel that way. I'm not going to bother, you know, like it's just, but I do kind of sometimes feel like I might just be a bad person. I don't know if it makes you a bad person. I think the respectful thing to do <laughs> would to be <laughs> to, <laughs> to at least give a a phone call. Yeah. Um it would put you in a little bit better financial situation to you know find a new job before you fucking bail. <laughs> right. But if I uh, so but if I've would, made the choice that I'm going to just deal with the consequences of being in this situation. Sure. Then that's a that's my call right i guess my question Agreed. is like would you ever quit a job with no notice and without any kind of a call would you just not go back to a job can you can you imagine a situation not in my past experience but if i did a job and it was just like so awful then yeah i'd probably do that yeah yeah i i feel like I don't, there's a lot of people i don't who, think you're a bad no, person okay. for it well i appreciate that i'm not sh- i'm not so sure I'm kind of on the fence about I'm not like a bad person, like a murderer or a rapist or something, but I think it's probably a character defect. I mean, it's a little dicky to just not <laughs> ever show up again. I for sure. You're a little bit of an asshole. Parts. Part, sometimes but. I think about like that moment. It's like there's been a lot of those moments where I wonder like who came to work the next day? Did they just find those keys was it the owner? Did they worry about me? I don't. You know, I don't remember getting a phone call. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's and that's <laughs> another weird thing too. Like, if your superior didn't. Well, I mean, it's a different time too, right? Because you don't have a cell phone. Yeah. You know, if you don't have a phone, if you're not checking your shit, you know. But it's weird to have a superior that's like. Are you ever coming back or, you know, that's a little weird not to like follow up because I want to know if my schedule's right. solid or not. Yeah. yeah I, you know, I really but, don't, I haven't really thought too much about that job in terms of that. I've had other jobs where I've wondered like what they did. Um, 
I don't know. I've got to, I can't wait till we get to Costco. When I work at Costco, that's going to be a fucking episode. How far are we? Oh, uh, let's look. I'll give you a, a rough estimate. So we're on episode 37 right now. And Costco is going to be episode. Where are you? Where are you, buddy? 58. So about, tw- okay. about 21 episodes down the line. wow that's really far away (laughs) you know what i mean it's not when we're fucking hitting these off pretty quick yeah we just keep keep on trucking but uh yeah i don't i don't know i i don't know that i would do that now what i did then but yeah i would definitely quit with no notice if i didn't respect the p if i didn't respect the people i was working for all bets are off you know what I mean? That's kind. Of, I think that's what it is. If you've earned my respect, I will treat you differently than if you haven't. And that place just didn't. That woman didn't, you know, for whatever reason. It's not like she was fucking really good to me and then I just fucking bounced. Like, she was kind of snatchy. She gave me a job. That's cool. But it's not like there was nothing in it for her. You know, I'm sure she was hoping that I was going to fucking rock and roll her store into, you know, huge sales and she could fucking, you know, go drink Mai Tais on the beach or something. You're right. Are Mai Tais a thing? Did I just make up a thing? Is that a drink? No, those okay. are... It's actually funny that you say that, because I'm drinking out of a Bob Chin's cup, <laughs> and they put a Mai Tai in this cup. <laughs> nice. That's random as fuck. Yeah, Look that's at that. funny. Mai Tai. You think they dropped that on the floor and then just picked it up and wiped it off and brought it to your table anyway? <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little Easter egg for our, our, our people who listen to this show from the beginning. So the other thing to talk about during this period of time, it was around this period where I moved out of the apartment with Dan and Mike and Ed. So Tammy had gotten an apartment, her and her and her son had gotten an apartment. They were living before um, in a townhouse with this other friend of hers. And then they got their own apartment. And from the beginning, she was telling me like, oh, you're not moving in. Like she was, she was kind of still keeping me at that arm's length where she's like, you're awesome. You're not moving in though. We're still going to keep our separate places. Like she was pretty adamant that have you guys exchanged. I love yous at this point. Um, I think we had, I think we had, it was right around. And how long, um, we've been, how long have you guys been together? We've been dating at this point for about six months. Okay. But for, probably three or four of those months, it was a lot more casual in her mind than it was in my mind. (laughs) So, but yeah, I think we did. I think we had, if we hadn't traded, I love yous yet. I was probably saying it to her already. And I was just waiting for her to reciprocate. But I just, I, I don't, I remember thinking it was fine. It made sense to me. She didn't want some, this guy who, she didn't know if I was going to stick around for another year, another three years, whatever. She didn't want me sleeping over and having her kid wake up to me there. And then like three weeks later, never see me again, you know? So she was kind of trying to be strategic about it. And it made sense to me. But the thing that was funny was within like two days of her getting that apartment, I was living there. And it was like, (laughs) I was trying to like respect her wishes. Like, okay, I'm going to go now because I don't want you to feel like I'm pushing myself. And she's like, no, I don't want you to go yet. I'm like, okay. She's like, well, just stay tonight. It's cool. And then you go tomorrow. And then that never ended. 
So she at some point decided that she, I think it was around this point when she was like, okay, I'm all in. Like she, she finally believed that I wasn't going to bounce on her and that she also wanted me to stay. So yeah, that's, it went from like, you're not moving in to three days later. I live there. Like I move all my shit in. Yeah. So yeah, that was, that happened right around this time too. Um, yeah. So kind of, I have really fond memories of that, of moving in with her in this apartment and like buying like furniture and, you know, TV for the place and kind of combining forces having, yeah, yeah, it was, it was cool. And I really enjoyed her, her kid, her son, my stepson eventually. Yeah. You know, he was fucking, I don't know, maybe like 15 months old or something like that. He was a year and five months old and just cute as fuck and hilarious and fun and you know this around this time was when i started to spend time alone with him too you know where she'd go to work and i would babysit instead of his grandma babysitting you know what i mean so yeah it was made it a little easier on her to like not have to deal with all that and then also i i have a lot of really fun memories of just me and him like hanging out and like you know chit-chatting little kid chit-chat and fucking playing with the ball and taking walks and driving around places and you know he was he was a fun kid i enjoyed that age a lot and i didn't like kids up until that point like i sort of was like fuck kids <laughs> but he sort he turned me around on kids so well yeah it was when i when i hear you know dan talking about his kids the, the age they are and then you know nick's kid now is around that age you know a little older but that that fun age to me age one through age like five is where the magic happens and there's there's plenty of fun shit after that but my memory those times are the best like just fucking i don't know i'm very nostalgic for that period of time yeah but yeah so i have good memories from this period of time this job not really one of them but is that something I can help you to find? <laughs> yeah. Do you have, uh, I'm looking for uh, like a little statue to put on my desk of Jesus um, scoring a goal. I happen to have one of those. Oh my God. I definitely sold as many of those as I could, dude. Anytime somebody came in and they didn't know exactly what they're looking for. I'm like, I got just the thing for you. Let me show you. Are you fucking I'm, kidding no, me? No, I'm dead serious. But what am I going to, I'm in the store already. My job is to sell shit. Somebody comes up and they're like, hey, I'm looking for something fun. Like, what what do you what do you have in here that's kind of cool? Let me show you my Jesus plays sports. <laughs> Did a lot of people buy those? No. <laughs> no. I mean, I kind of want to order one right I want now. One you can get them online. Dude, I want one too. I fucking I think you and I should exchange Jesus playing sports for Christmas this year. You might get an early birthday present. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll fucking take it. Oh my god, that's so awesome. Yeah, no, I sold a couple of them, but I definitely didn't sell as many as I pushed. That's for sure. Yeah, Good times. But uh, yeah, that that's my Ashley Avery's uh, saga, if you will. Do you have any questions about it? I was kind of sad. I looked it up, and and Ashley Avery's is gone. They like shuttered their fucking like not just that one but all of them like closed down the franchise is closed down so you can't even like buy it Ashley Avery's now if you want to really did that make you sad 
<laughs> I was sad to Listen, see that the pickles. I'm playing. Are I'm playing it fast and loose with the word sad. <laughs> Some of these jobs, dude. I've like looked them up, and I'm like, oh man, it's gone. Like that doesn't exist anymore. It's not that I'm sad. It's like a piece of my history has like gone to the ether. It no longer exists. You know. I that's. Get it. yeah. It's kind of like wow. You know what? It, here's what it is. I think one day that's going to be me. You know, and is anybody going to look back and remember me fondly like I remember Ashley Avery's? <laughs> um, I hope someone looks back un- a little bit un- fonder than that. <laughs> Unlikely. <laughs> so, yeah, you have any questions about it? Is there something I can help you to find? Um, maybe just the pee-pee scale. All right. Um, I'm gonna, I gave this bad boy a four. Okay. Because it was good enough to keep me there for a month. But not much, not much better than that. Yeah, it was, there was moments like where I was alone in the store. I'm fucking rocking Huey Lewis. I'm dusting off my Jesus playing hockey. The fucking dog is like (laughs) side eyeing me from across the room. There's, there was some moments in there that were okay, but largely that job was, you know, it was like Chinese water torture. Is that racist? No, it's a thing. Is it? I don't even know if it's a thing. I mean, I yeah. know like the the that that form of torture is a thing, but is it is it a Chinese in? Is it something that I comes th- from well, China? Me, you could just call it. You could just retract that it, statement and call, call it, it waterboarding. Well, waterboarding <laughs> is different than Chinese water torture. Chinese water torture, to my knowledge, was when they would like drip water on your forehead, and it at first it's like nothing. But after, like, hours of it, like, slowly dripping on your forehead, it starts to feel like a nail being hammered into your forehead. So that's different than waterboarding, which is, you know, the way that we torture fucking war prisoners from the Middle East, the Middle East these days. Let's see if it's... You do a little internet sleuthing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. That is Chinese water torture. Is it? Okay. Yeah, Chinese water torture is a painful process in which cold water is slowly dripped onto the scalp, forehead, or face for a prolonged period of time, allegedly making the restrained victim insane. This form of torture was first termed by Hippolytus de Marcellus in Italy. So some Italian guy was being racist and called it Chinese water torture. Exactly. Well, I'm glad I'm not misremembering. But yeah, that's what this job was. <laughs> this job was not waterboarding. Waterboarding <laughs> was more like Jenny Craig, and Chinese water torture was yeah. more like this. Neither one was awesome. Gotcha. So, yeah, next time, next time, the next one's going to be a fucking a, a, a good one. The next one is Suncoast Motion Picture Company. Yeah, Very this cool. is one of those that I I think it'll. I'll take us back into a better zone, you know. It's like a palate cleanser, if you will. Did they have one in Woodfield? Yes, they did. That's the one that I was uh, working at. Okay. So, I, yeah, I went from Ashley Avery's to Suncoast in the same mall. And uh, spoiler alert, because I, I don't know if we're going to talk about it next episode, but I definitely, when you quit a job with no notice and then you get another job in the same mall. You definitely spent a lot of time looking over your shoulder on your 10-minute break or your lunch break. <laughs> like, the last thing you want to do is, like, have the fucking owner of that other store sneak up behind you. 
and I would occasionally like dread like I'd be you know standing in Suncoast dreading that like one of the people from Ashley Avery's like walk in there and see me standing behind the counter yeah. so yeah so but anyway yeah Suncoast in, in Woodfield Mall there was definitely one there and we will talk all the fuck about it next time around alright very cool alright big boy I love you alright